This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 885, Front-Loading and the Benefits of Keeping Your Finances Separate, both by the Mad Fientist of madfientist.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host here on the show. Very happy Friday to you. Hope you've had a great week so far. This is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And thank you to our friends at Halpern Financial. If you're trying to save for retirement or your kids' college funds, it helps to be organized with your finances. Let Halpern Financial coordinate your financial life. Halpern Financial is a fiduciary, fee-only, independent advisor that offers a combination of online tools and personal connection to help clients systematically achieve their goals. Find out how close you are to achieving your financial goals at halpernfinancial.com OFD. That's H-A-L-P-E-R-N financial.com slash O-F-D. And I've got two posts for you today, both of them from the Mad Scientist. So let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Front Loading by the Mad Scientist of madfiantist.com. I wonder what my HR department thinks of me. Not only am I probably one of the youngest employees maxing out every tax-advantaged account available, I recently elected to divert nearly my entire paycheck toward these accounts. Since I'll be quitting my job sometime this year, I want to make sure I take advantage of my contribution allowances while I still can, so I'm contributing as much as possible for the first part of the year. This move got me thinking about whether front-loading your tax-advantaged accounts is a good thing to do every year. There are a few reasons this is likely a good idea. Stocks go up. The S&P 500 has risen over 9.5% annually on average since 1928. While it hasn't been a steady march higher, the overwhelming trend is upwards, so it's reasonable to assume that investing earlier in the year is better than investing later, since you're more likely to capture a bigger piece of that upward movement. This is one of the main reasons dollar cost averaging is considered a suboptimal strategy for investing lump sums. Postpone taxes. Another benefit of front-loading your retirement accounts is that you defer your taxes until later in the year. If the majority of your pre-tax paycheck goes to tax-advantaged accounts, there's very little income to tax, so you don't have to give the government as much of your money during the first part of the year. Contributing to retirement accounts doesn't affect your FICA taxes, though, so you'll still have to pay the full amount for Social Security and Medicare each month. You'll end up paying the same in taxes by the end of the year, but the money you save on taxes early in the year can be invested in your portfolio and can grow for you rather than for the government. Tax-free growth. Front-loading also shields more of your investment earnings from taxes since you'll get more of your money into tax-protected accounts sooner. Leave your job. If you lose your job or decide to quit during the year and you haven't front-loaded, you may not be able to max out your contributions for that year. As I've shown previously, maxing out your retirement accounts can help you retire years earlier. So front-loading helps ensure that you take full advantage of those accounts every year. Final savings boost. If you're like me and are preparing for your last year of full-time employment, it may be possible to eliminate all of your federal income taxes during your final year. If you calculate how many months it would take to max out your retirement accounts, plus your standard deduction, and then only work that many months during your final year, you could avoid federal income tax altogether. Employer match. One caveat, you should talk to your HR department before front-loading any accounts that receive an employer match. Some employers only match a certain percentage when the employee also contributes the same amount, so it's possible front-loading would stop you from obtaining an employer match during the final months of the year, which would be bad. I luckily receive the same employer contribution whether I personally contribute or not, 
so I don't need to worry about this, but you should check before changing your monthly contributions. If you do need to contribute every month to receive the match, you could always front load the bulk of your contributions, but leave enough of your allowance to contribute the match percentage for the rest of the year. You'll probably want to also leave a bit of room to account for any raises you may get during the year. Conclusion The benefits of front loading are compelling, so I plan to front load my retirement accounts from now on. And I have another post in just a sec, but first, Thank you again to our friends at Halpern Financial. If you're like me, you could probably be more organized with your finances. Maybe you're saving for retirement or for your kids' college funds. You want to find an advisor who's independent, fiduciary, and fee-only because fee-based usually means that there's a commission involved. Halpern Financial is all of these, which means you can trust your best interest comes first. With institutional access, Halpern Financial clients benefit from bulk pricing on investments. Not only that, but Halpern Financial has no association with any bank, broker, or insurance company, which gives them the freedom to select from any investment available to make the right choice for you. Find out how close you are to achieving your financial goals at halpernfinancial.com slash OFD. That's H-A-L-P-E-R-N financial.com slash OFD. The Benefits of Keeping Your Finances Separate by The Mad Fientist of themadfientist.com I've been in Scotland recently marrying my girlfriend of nearly 10 years. We've been there for the last few weeks spending time with her family, she's Scottish, as well as visiting our friends and doing a lot of last-minute wedding planning. Once my family and friends touched down in the UK for the wedding, things got even crazier, so I've pretty much been offline since posting my interview with Mr. Money Mustache. Because this is my first post after getting married, I figured I should make it about my wife. Isn't everything about her now? In my Mr. Money Mustache interview, we learned that he and Mrs. M.M. both set out together to achieve financial independence and retire early. Hearing him describe their shared path to financial independence, it seemed like a great situation, since both husband and wife were working to achieve the same goals and were willing to make the same sacrifices. Our situation is different. She loves her job? My wife isn't a scientist. She actually loves her job and wouldn't want to stop working even if she had millions of dollars in the bank. Since she has many decades of wage earning in front of her, it's hard to convince her to make some of the same sacrifices I'm making in my effort to achieve financial independence as quickly as possible. Doomed marriage? No. Lucky for us, we have had separate finances from the very beginning. We met when I was studying abroad in Scotland in 2002. Being a typical American, I insisted on paying for everything for our first few dates. She let me pay a few times, but then told me that usually people in Scotland split everything 50-50. Since I've never liked spending money and had no intention of trying to impress her by throwing cash around, I was happy to comply. Things soon became serious between us. I ended up moving back to Scotland after graduating, we bought a house together, and all the while, we continued to maintain our own separate finances. Joint Account Being homeowners and living together, we had many joint expenses that we needed to take care of, so we decided to open a joint checking account. Every month, we would each transfer an equal amount into the joint account to cover our bills, and then we were free to use whatever was left over in our personal accounts to do whatever we wanted. This worked out great for us and continues to work well to this day. Happy coexistence. Since we are both contributing equally to the essentials, it doesn't matter what we each like to do with what's left over. She can buy or save as much as she wants, and I can save as much towards early retirement as I want, and it doesn't cause any fights or disagreements. 
Love and Marriage, and FI. While it is probably better to have both people in a marriage on the same path to FI, if one partner is not up for it, it's not the end of the world. If you're willing to keep some of your finances separate, one person can work to achieve financial independence while the other can pursue his or her own goals. What works for you? How about you and your loved one? Are you both on the same path to FI or are you in a one scientist family like I am? Do you keep your finances separate or have you found an alternative way to make it work? You just listened to the posts titled Front Loading and the Benefits of Keeping Your Finances Separate, both by the Mad Fientist of madfientist.com. That's going to do it for today and for this week of posts here at Optimal Finance Daily. Thank you so much for being a regular listener and for telling friends about the show too. Have yourself a great weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.